lecture focus for November 17th, the 23rd Sunday of Ordinary Time. And now, dear brothers and sisters, we give you this command in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Stay away from all believers who live idle lives and don't follow the tradition they received from us. For you know that you ought to imitate us. We were not idle when we were with you. We never accepted food from anyone without paying for it. We worked hard day and night so we would not be a burden to any of you. We certainly had the right to ask you to feed us, but we wanted to give you an example to follow. Even while we were with you, we gave you this command. Those unwilling to work will not get to eat. Yet we hear that some of you are living idle lives, refusing to work and meddling in other people's business. We command such people and urge them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to settle down and work to earn their own living. As for the rest of you, dear brothers and sisters, never get tired of doing good. The NRSV titles this section, Warning Against Idleness. Merriam-Webster defines idleness primarily as not occupied or employed. Hearing that, I'm sure many of us laugh to ourselves and think about how, even if we are not currently employed, we are rarely unoccupied, and perhaps even that it might be nice to have more times when we are unoccupied. If you look at the subsection of the definition, however, Merriam-Webster goes on to clarify that idleness in certain circumstances might mean not turned to normal or appropriate use. Given that the Thessalonians of Paul's day were likely not too different from us today and probably had many things to fill their time, I would guess that Paul is thinking more along the lines of this second definition. In verse 11, Paul refers to those he is addressing as mere busybodies, not doing any work. I wonder how often in our own lives we are busy, but not doing the appropriate work, the work that we are called to as Christians. As we celebrate three youths making profession of faith this Sunday, we are faced with a timely reminder that a relationship with Jesus Christ is about more than head knowledge. In the vows that these youths will make is a call to seek to advance God's kingdom here and throughout the world, as well as a commitment to participate in the church's worship, fellowship, and mission. In return, the members of the congregation respond by promising to be about the work of loving and supporting these new young members. When we profess our faith, we are doing more than simply acknowledging the grace we receive through Jesus' death on the cross. We are also embracing the call to follow in Jesus' footsteps as his disciple. We are promising that we will work to be about more than idle busyness, but instead dedicate ourselves to the appropriate work, kingdom work.